Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can listen. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. If you're looking for something great for dinner tonight, here is a suggestion for you because I love this place. Best barbecue in town by far. Talking about Smokin' Dave's Barbecue and Brew, locations all over the state of Colorado, in the Denver Metro, North Denver, also in Centennial, off of Arapahoe. That's where I go. Uh, no one smokes their meats better than these guys. Honestly, every time I get something, I try and get something new because each item I order is better than the next. The owner, Dave, yeah, he it's a barbecue place, okay? It was called Smoking Dave's Barbecue for a reason, but he had a past life, and he's done so many other great things. The desserts are unbelievable there. This is not just lip service. The chicken marsala, better than a five-star menu. Everything there is great. You cannot get a bad meal at Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew. And you know what? I tell you what, I'm going to put this out there right now. If somebody goes to Smoking Dave's and you have a bad experience there, meaning the, you don't think the food's good, let me know and I'll pay for your tab. I'm dead serious. That's how great this food is. And you know what we're going to do? Now, please don't run up, a, don't cater for like $300. Let's make it reasonable here. But seriously, I will do that. And we're going to put 20 bucks in your pocket right now. 303-831-1340. 303-831-1340. You're going to Smoking Dave's on us. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smokin' Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Go get some tonight in Denver, Centennial, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in Ryan O'Halloran. He covers the Broncos for the Denver Post. Haven't seen you in a while, my friend, except for on Zoom. How you been? Good. Good to join you guys again. Okay, let's talk draft. Uh, we're not going to hold you to it because the draft is a week from tomorrow. But if you had to make a prediction right now, what do you think they do? Um, I think they trade down, and that's not uh, that's not going to generate a lot of excitement. But I'm excited. Uh, you look at yeah, you look at George Payton's uh, you know work in Minnesota, which was basically what we have, we get to look at, and that's the only basis for this opinion is likes to move up and down the board, and um, I think if they do move up, it won't be past seven because uh, that would require giving up a lot to move up to four. So uh, as much as, uh, you know, you like to see a quarterback taken you know, or a corner, uh, you know, my, my bet would be moving down and taking a defensive player. Now, if they do move down and, and take a defensive player, and for me, I think if they do move down, the name uh, the guy I would tell fans to keep their eye on is uh, Jeremiah Wusukwamura, the linebacker of Notre Dame. But if they do move down and then cor- at least adding the quarterback room is not done, what do you expect – their next move to be in that regard? Um, if they don't take a quarterback in round one, it, to me, that's, a, that's another good day for Drew Locke. Uh, you know, right now they've done nothing, which has been a little bit of a surprise. And you don't know how much they've been in on some of these veterans, but uh, do, they, do they make a trade for a guy 
you know, one of those seventh round picks to do that on day three to, you know, create some pressure for Drew or get a veteran set of eyes. But, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a heavy defensive draft, even though they've done some good work on there in free agency and re-signing some of their own guys. I think they can still trade down and get Micah Parsons from Penn State if they want to go that route. They could trade down a couple of spots and maybe get J.C. Horn, but I wouldn't move too far down. Uh, so those are just a couple of names that might be under consideration. Who's that linebacker out of Notre Dame again? What's his name? Uh, J- uh, Jerry. Owusu Koromora. See, here's yeah. the deal. Okay? Just call him JOK. Listen, that's, that's what every team, every whatever team gets him, their fans are just going to call him JOK, well, he, and that is okay. Here's the thing, Ryan. I know you have a pipeline into George Payton because you just did a fantastic article on him. So do me a favor and say Eric Goodman, who he doesn't know well, probably at all, or even know that I exist because uh, we haven't been face-to-face. Ask him not to draft him, because let him know, I just learned how to pronounce Okawebenam and Ojemudier, and that took a long time. I don't want to have to go with a new cat. You've done a lot better than Kevin Harlan did last year, though. That's true. That poor guy. That is the true. The New England game, oh, I, I felt, I ached for him doing that game. We are talking with Ryan O'Halloran, covers the Broncos for the Denver Post. Did you want to say something, Ryan? Well, we, you know, we got Alberto, yeah. we got Michael O, we could go with Jeremiah O. There we go. And then I'm, I'm Ryan. So. Right. Hey. <laughs> and if you had a band, you'd be called the OJs. How do you like that? Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to put that out there, but I just did. Uh, you, you, One thing I love about the work that you do is you really like to break stuff down. Honestly, you are just like Mace. You really drill deep into stuff. I know that you really get into mock drafts and evaluating players. Do you see a guy like Fields, uh, oh gosh, Fields or Lance or even Mac Jones as a big enough upgrade over Drew Locke to at the very least trade up to seven? Yeah, I do. Um, it just with Mac Jones, it's, it's, I haven't really dug into him yet uh, because it just seems like it's a fait accompli. He's going to San Francisco at three. And, you know, the question you ask people around the league is, are these guys better right now than Drew Locke? And, you know, not, not, you know, who cares about two years from now, but, you know, with Lance is more of a project. Uh, do you feel comfortable drafting Trey Lance after a trade up to seven and saying you're going to sit behind Drew Locke? I don't like that situation. Uh, with Justin Fields, he would be my guy because uh, he looks like he makes a lot of the throws. He can run a lot of different stuff uh, in this, you know, 21st century type of offense. And I think if you're, if you draft Justin Fields, then you go get a veteran who can be the bridge guy for six games, five games, seven games. I mean, Cole Fields is ready. And I, I think that would be a, a nice course of action as well. Yeah, you, you mentioned the fact that George Payton being in Minnesota the last uh, decade and a half was part of an organization that liked to move up, move down around the board. But how much does what the Vikings did at quarterback over the years kind of come into play as well? Because it's fascinating to look back at the Vikings with Peyton because in that time, I don't know if it, I don't think a team has tried as many different ways to find the guy at the position as the Vikings did. Everything from you know the big ticket free agent in his prime in Kirk Cousins. They've he, they've had first round picks like Christian Bonder and Teddy Bridgewater. They traded a first round pick for Sam Bradford when Bridgewater got hurt, and they brought in Brett Favre. I mean, this team is literally done everything everything you can and yet they never could really find 
someone who established himself as a long-term viable option. Yeah, kind of like the Broncos here since Peyton yeah. retired. And yeah. now let's include Manning because he could he could be the parallel to Favre. Um, I and that's an interesting point. That's why you know guys learn when they're the assistant GM. They learn what worked, and they learn also if I was in the big chair, this is what I would do. Mm-hmm. That's why I think quarterback may come into play. Teddy Bridgewater, late first round pick, um, was on his way to being a you know serviceable to above average starter until he had that bad knee injury circumstances got in the way there ponder didn't work out so if i'm if i'm peyton and the broncos with the improvements you made on defense you have even if you're still below 500 you have to figure okay you're going to win two more games so you're seven and ten yeah that gets you out of the top 10 that gets you out of the quarterback next quarterback wave so take advantage of the ninth pick take advantage of the fact that you can move up a couple spots without giving up next year's one and that's sort of my basis for saying that Field or Lance are going to be in play. Okay, make another prediction. And now, granted, you can change it if you want to. Who will be the three Broncos quarterbacks on the roster in two weeks? Um, in two weeks? I'll, I'll stretch it out to, let's go, like, next month. Sure. I'm going to go uh, Justin Fields, Teddy Bridgewater, Brett Rippon. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. That is saucy. I like it. Are, are you? Is this, like... I mean, there's no such thing as clickbait on radio. You really believe that, huh? Um, I mean, uh, that'd be my prediction. I think that um, if you draft Justin Fields, you want a veteran to mentor him. Drew Locke is not at that stage. That's not his fault. He's been here two years. He started 16 games. That I think let's say you trade up with Detroit. I would include Drew, Drew Locke as a part of that package um, and maybe get something back from Detroit in addition to that seventh pick. Um so that's that's my rationale on that one. And hey, um, you might as well be bold, or uh, you know, be like another radio personality in this market who just throws out every scenario and says, "I'm not going to be surprised if they do that." <laughs> why? Why do you got to throw me under the bus in front of my face? <laughs> and by the way, you listen to other radio stations. Come on, Ryan, really? Um, You're saying I, that to I, us? I, I don't. I, I don't. But these some of these tweets were presented to me over the last couple right. of days by inside sources who. Right. Uh, think this person's also a joke well you know it's unfortunate i can't say to you i read the rocky mountain news instead of you because you're the only paper in town (laughs) beyond quarterback let's say they do find a way to go quarterback whether it's by standing pat doing a a trade up to to seven to, to seven or six perhaps what are then the other items on the checklist that you expect the broncos to cross off as they get into days two and three yeah, I think they got to have an eye on their defense more with 2022, but also, uh, you know, football nerd comment here. Their special teams suck last year, and they need some core guys. They suck for they a while. Guys <laughs> who, yeah, they need some guys who can run, who can be, uh, you know, three, four core guys. Mike Boone is going to be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Make a commitment to it, which they haven't done. And so that means I think you got to get a safety for Kareem Jackson protection. You have to get an edge rusher for Von Miller being in the last year of his deal. Those guys can play special teams. Uh, you know, linebacker is always going to be an issue until Vic finds his guy. Well, Vic's standard for a linebacker is so high, he's still looking. There's not a lot of Roquan Smiths out there. So I think if you go quarterback, if you have to trade up for a quarterback, it means you're not going to have a second-round pick. Then, then you go safety. I would go with another corner, inside linebacker, uh, edge rusher. I think it's going to be a heavy defensive draft. After you go quarterback, if you don't, I think it's going to be a heavy defensive draft overall. 
Okay. Uh, George Payton's armed with a six-year contract. He doesn't need to put himself on the clock and draft the quarterback this year. He's got plenty of time. Who do you think Vic Fangio, who could be on the hot seat, wants as his quarterback room? Um, well, he, I, my guess is he wanted Matthew Stafford to head that room. But yeah, that but that's not an option action. anymore. So, so with, uh, with what he has I, left. I, I, I do think, I'll, I'll answer this in two parts. I think from George Payton's perspective with that six-year deal, that means I would go for the quarterback because you have time to develop him. So, um, but back to Vic Fangio, I do think he would want a veteran in here yep. to push mm-hmm. Drew Locke or win a camp competition. Um, you know, he's been, he's, you know, he says, Hey, I don't think, I think he'd be fine with not giving up on Drew Locke right now, but he also wants a better plan B because here's the fact Drew Locke has been injured both years and he's done it to himself by trying to extend plays. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And, and also if, if there's a game where he throws four interceptions, you want to pull the hook and put somebody in there that you feel comfortable with. So um, I think Vic is, Vic, that would be a scenario Vic would be comfortable with, but I also think he'd be comfortable with a rookie combined with a veteran because right now this team is built to win 21-17. You think he's comfortable uh, with Drew Locke? Um, I think he's comfortable with him if there's um, a good uh, alternative plan. And uh, that's not comfortable. Yeah, that's wow. Not wow. <laughs> wow. That's like going to a restaurant and saying, I'm comfortable ordering the steak, but just as long as I long as long as I know a chicken dish is coming my way just in case after the first bite. Yeah. Right? Well, it, it's um, you know, had they not had, you know, they screwed themselves up by beating Carolina because that cost them a draft spot. Then if they were ahead of Carolina, I think they'd be in pretty good position to get one of these guys. But um, there's a new GM in charge, and he's running the show. Okay, one quick thing before we cut you loose. If you have not read uh, Ryan's behind-the-scenes article on the draft process and George Payton, I highly recommend you read it. It's right on the denverpost.com. And Andrew and I actually talked about part of your, actually the entire column, just the other day. But I wanted to read you an excerpt of what you wrote and get your reaction. Once Brian Stark introduces a player, Peyton said the talking order is position coach, coordinator, Fangio, area scout, regional scout, cross-check scout, and finally Peyton, then Elway. Why is Elway last? Um, well, I think you want to, I, I think it, what you're inviting is collaboration. And if John has an opinion on a player, um, you're going to let him express that. That doesn't mean he's going to be, you know, uh, talking about every guy. No, I, I but he's going he's last. Usually the guy going last is the decision maker. And we know it's George Payton. Well, I, I, I wouldn't read too much into that because during that part of the conversation, you are, you know, you are, uh, you're not breaking ties at that point. I think that's happening this week right. where if there's disagreements and mm-hmm. you, you start setting your board, um, you know, uh, I, I, I wouldn't read too much of that because that means that, that to me, that means the GM is comfortable with everybody talking and also the guy who hired him talking. Did you say don't read too much into it or don't read it at all? Because you wrote it. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't read too much. Into there that we go. Certain sentence, Good. Uh, uh, but I yeah. would uh, uh, I would urge people to read the story. I would urge people to read the story as well. It was absolutely fascinating. Ryan, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Ryan. All right. Thanks, fellas. All right. Coming up after the break. So Broncos could be looking at quarterback in this upcoming draft. So do you think a new quarterback has a better chance of succeeding 
if he's just a great player or if he's in the right system. That's next. I got is trying to end me all. Yeah. I spilled all my emotions tonight. I'm sorry. Rolling.